0: Good morning, everybody. How are we all? Can we just thank the Lord for all the stuff he's done? How amazing are those stories? Come on, let's give God some praise in the place. (laughs) Literally saving people's lives. It's wonderful. Um, Okay, we're in a series called uh, Relationships, and my message today is called Unbreakable. Unbreakable. And we're going to look in at a story or a, a scripture in the book of Ecclesiastes. So if you have your Bibles, why don't you turn there to the book of Ecclesiastes? You can go on our app and you can get the way out you can get the Bible there. You can find it online and at, or you might have the old paper copy. If you don't have it with you, then it will be on screen. Um, Ecclesiastes is a book in the Bible written by a guy called Solomon and we're just going to call him Saul because I know someone called Saul and it's easy. So Saul wrote the book, or oh, we think, Ecclesiastes and um, it's just a really hard book. Name to spell, even when you don't have dyslexia. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, so it's going to be on the screen, Ecclesiastes chapter 4, okay? So chapter 4, verses 12. It says this. By yourself, you're unprotected, but with a friend you can face the worst. Can you round up a third? A three-stranded rope isn't easily snapped. Today I want to talk to you in the, the context of our relationship series on something called unbreakable. What makes a relationship unbreakable? There are different, um, there are different types of cord and rope and string and of course I know everything about it because I've spent the last three days googling interesting facts to look smart in front of 400 people. Um, but this is um, this is a rope, right, which is more traditional rope. It's got three cords to it. And I don't know if you can see this on, on the screen. It's got three cords, right? Everyone see that? Count one, two, three. It's not a magic trick. I'm not going to, like, make it, you know. Three cord- and, and they're all wound, woven and wound together, right? The stronger each one is, right, the stronger the rope is. But did you know, even if there was a weaker strand, the rope would still be strong, because it's woven together. And this is Saul's point in this, uh, this verse, this chapter he's talking about. That a, thir- a three-stranded cord, uh, uh, rope or a three-cord string is uneasily broken because together, together, when they are woven together, they are strong. And the truth is, there's, there's lots of different third cords, right, that we all have, earthly cords, right? Work. You've got a friendship with someone, a relationship with someone at, at work because you work together and you have a mutual disrespect for your manager. No, uh, you have like a mutual effort towards whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. And, and it's the context of that work that you have that friendship. Family. Who's, who's like surprised? that the people in your family, like God has knit those together. I went to my brother's um, birthday. I won't say how old he is because this is recorded, but I went to his birthday party and I had like uh, you know, nine or whatever, so of my, my family, I've got my mum and dad next to me and my beautiful wife across from me. Then I'm sat next to my gran who's amazing, but she can't hear a thing, you know. Do you want the garlic bread, eh? Garlic? And then next to him, I've got like my auntie and my cousin and another two of my other family members just... That just they had a bottle of wine each at this meal, each guys. Do you know what I'm saying? That's the level I've got my brother and his sister. And I just I remember sat there at this this meal thinking, man, you could not have put these people together, you know? You don't choose your family, do you? You know what I'm saying? You get chosen to put into that very odd, freakishly wonderful unit. But that's the cord that binds us together. When anything happens in the family, the family comes together because that's what we're meant to do. School, college, even holidays you go on where you bump into people and you never see them again, but yet you feel like you've built a bond with them, you know. That's the earthly third cord that binds us with one another. And before I talk about the God stuff, let's just address the fact that the cord changes at times here on earth. But if we hold on to that cord too long when it changes, it can turn into, it starts you feel disloyal, but then it starts to turn into resentment because that person moves on. You leave the office and your relationship changes with that friend. You know, empty nesters, I see it all the time, empty nesters when the kids go off to uni and they, they, you know, they stop being the leeches that children are, you know, stealing all your money and all your snacks, and suddenly you're left with this other person and you have to reevaluate what that cord is. It's no longer the kids that are keeping you together. It's what it was before, which is, hey, can I get your number? You look groovy, you know? Let's fall back in love, you know? You've got to reevaluate the cord in order to keep it healthy. And the worst thing is when you've got a cord that's actually really toxic, you know? When the thing that brings you together with someone is things like gossip or annoyance of other people, that's a toxic way of having. A relationship. Because cords can become toxic. If you've been a Christian for a while, here's something for you. So goes your cord, so goes your accord. So goes what binds you together is what you agree upon. So if it's unhealthy, the agreement that you have in that relationship is going to be unhealthy. But Saul in this story, when he's talking about this um, this idea of a rope... He's not talking about an earthly chord that changes from time to time, right? He's talking about the best third chord you can have, which is God. That's what Saul's talking about. That the thing that will bind you most perfectly together in your marriage or in your relationship or in your friendship is the third chord of God. So. When it comes to God, there's a few interesting dynamics. So in Ecclesiastes, he says, why don't you round up to a third? And if you're not a Christian in here or if you're a visitor in here... You guys can just switch off for a minute. I just want to talk to the people that uh, follow Jesus or so I've made that commitment, right? Because I want to talk to you for a minute about how God can play a part and how you weave it into your relationship. So how do you weave the cord of God into your friendships? Well, number one, you need to pray for your friend. That's it. Pray for your friend. I'm not talking about when you're in, you know, KFC and you're ordering a mighty bucket and you say, let's stop and pray before we eat this chicken. Dear Jesus, let us pray for this meal. Let us pray for this man of God. You know, I'm not talking about that weird. I'm just talking about every day having them in mind. You know, as you're driving to it, you're thinking, well, give my pal a great day at work today. He's got issues with this, whatever. Just give him a great day. Always have being mindful of them in prayer. Commands God's blessing over them and their family. Pray for them. The second thing is uh, belong to a community group with them, which sounds a bit formulaic, but listen, join a group that your friends are a part of. I'm in two at the minute, and they're both great because one's about NFL and the other's about poker. You know, it's fantastic. And, and I was chatting to one of the guys today. He runs a group, and, and, he's, um, and he's saying, you know, we had a phenomenal chat on Friday night at our, our group. We were, you know, eating some, you know, pulled pork or whatever they had, and they were just doing some stuff. But they ended up just talking about life and faith. Well, that's because they are weaving God into their relationship Often or starts as a complaint and an issue, usually ends up with some sort of confession and prayer with one another. So belong to a community group. Uh, number three, carry faith for them. Man, we've got to give each other confidence sometimes, don't we, guys? We need to be friends who say, You can do it, you can overcome. Look at how weird and messed up I am, and Jesus loves me, so He loves you, carry on, don't quit. Sometimes you need to carry someone over the line. You've got to get someone to the end of the race because that's your job as a mate. That's your job as a friend, as a spouse, is to carry faith for them. And Jesus talks about this as well. In the book of John, he says, this is my commandment to you guys. I added the word guys. That you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this. Then someone lay down his life for his friend. Why don't we lay our lives down for one another, support one another, encourage one another, stimulate each other, challenge each other. And the last one is pray for them, belong to a group with them, carry faith for them. Uh, and the last one is keep them accountable. Listen, when they're being stupid, you have a right to say, you're being stupid, right? Because that, that's what mates do, right? That's what we're meant to do, like... That's a bit silly. Sort yourself out. I'll see you next Tuesday at the golf course. You know, that, that is what we do as friends. And that's what, especially if you're a follower of Jesus, because there's so much out there to distract us away from God's love and God's idea of lifestyle. So we've got to keep each other accountable. But you're not creating the consequences for your friends' bad actions, right? Because every sin has a consequence. But what we can do is share in those consequences. So when our friend messes up, when our spouse messes up, we don't stand there and go, wait, 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 let let me film this. Let me put put it on Instagram, you know, and watch them fail. We get in with them. We support them. We help them. That's another way you keep someone accountable. So these are four ways you can weave God's cord into your friendships, pray for them, belong to a group with them, carry faith for them, and keep them accountable. So before I move on to every person who identifies as a believer in Jesus, my question is you. to you is, how is God woven into your relationships? How is God woven into them? Excellent. How great was Rachel's message last week on marriage? How good was that? Man, if you haven't heard it or watched it back, go online, go on the internet and sort it out. Go and watch it. You'll love it. It's great. Um, and we've had stories of people ringing up saying, hey, we want to have a blessing or, you know, we already put the wedding here. But we want to come and have to be blessed by God. because, of, And I think that's wonderful um, because the fact is, and I guess here's another way of talking about Ecclesiastes 4. Like, Without the right cord, your relationship unravels. Without the right cord, your relationship unravels. So whether it's a marriage, whether it's a friendship, whatever it is, Without the right chord, there's just a sense that you just unravel really, really easily. Well, she said this. Mm, oh no, she didn't. We need good friendships because life puts and pulls pressure on our friendships. Does anybody go to the gym in here? Show me. Raise your hand. You go to the gym? Yeah. Okay, great. Because what I want to do is have a tug of war on stage. So what I, I'm just going to move this uh, this further back here. What I'd look because I've got this rope right. I've got this rope, and I want to see who's the strongest. Whoa. Um, so does anybody want to come and try and have a tug of war? Anybody? No, I'm mean, being absolutely serious. I'll tell you what, I'll give you a prize. If you win, I'll give you a free bath. <laughs> come on, who wants to go? Come on, you need about four people. Come on, to, Oh, come on, mate, that's it. Come on with a first taker. Come on, anybody else? Oh, come on, (laughs) he's a good idea. Oh, come on, Ben. So anybody else? Come on. Oh, we've got another here. Anybody else? Okay, we've got four. Four, okay, perfect. Right. Now, you're all in that weird phase where you're looking who's got got the... So go on, divide up. That's it. Is it you? Oh, no, you're going against each other. Okay, that's fine. Go on, go go to the end of that... uh, that's it, yeah, grab a piece of that rope, yeah, that's it, grab a piece of that rope, yeah, that's it, let me move this to the middle, uh, let, let me pull it over this way a bit, that's it, and th- this will be the middle line, right, okay, <laughs> now, if you fall off this stage, it's not my fault, <laughs> okay, so, just for health and safety reasons, you know, you're all over 18, you're, re- you're over 18, you're, you're, okay, great, excellent, okay, great, right, so, whatever happens, Listen, if you break your leg, Jesus will heal you and we'll move on. Okay, that's in a the So there we go. Right. Um, so we're going to see who wins, right? Now, do be careful, right? So, but I thought it, it, it's not got much relevance to the talk. I just wanted a tug of war. So, okay, right. This side, you're cheering for? Helen. Ben. Helen and Ben over here. This side, make some noise. And this side, you're cheering for? Tiago. And? Jess. Thiago so and Jess. Come on, let me hear it. Okay. If if they win, they're going to buy lunch for each side. So drinks are on that. Are you ready? Let's count down. Are you ready? 3 2 one, go! Who's gonna win? Oh, oh, who's gonna win? Oh the oh, here we go. It's more over this side, it's more over this side Oh no, it's going, it's going, it's going, it's going, it's going, it's going! I'm gonna call it in five, four, three, two, one! Oh <laughs> guys, I'm not gonna lie. That was pretty much equal, right? That was pretty much so let's call it a tie, right? Thank you so much, guys. Come on. Give it up for these volunteers. Well done, guys. Postcode, wherever you are, if you could buy uh, these guys a drink afterwards and put it under the name Rachel, she'll sort it out for me. That's fine. So, we have relationships where on one side, we've got one group of people pulling on you. And then on the other side, you've got another set of pressures that are pulling on this one cord, which is you, your friend, and God. And in life, this is what happens. We have one side, we have people telling us we need to be a certain way and think a certain way. And then the other side, we've got saying, we've got pressure saying, oh, the cost of living's going up and everyone needs to get fourth jobs and and we have such pressure. And there's a pull in life, right? One way and the next. But the beautiful thing is about rope is that when it's pulled and pressured, it doesn't fray. It doesn't move apart. What does, what does a rope do when it's pulled? It gets tighter. And that's just like with God, my friend. That when you are pulled and when you are pressured and when stuff's happening in your life, And it's affecting your mind and it's affecting your friendship or your marriage. When God is the third cord, that's the perfect spot to be because he is binding you together. He is holding you together. And it's a perfect chord, my friend. It's a good cord. When you get married, you realize that Prince Charming is more harming than you thought because he snores and he stinks. And let's be honest, that's part of marriage, isn't it? That when you get pulled and stretched, you pull tighter together as a unit. And that's great. That's so good because it means you've always got someone who's there for you, always has your back, and it's a beautiful thing. But they're not perfect. They're not everything you need for life and fullness. There's a missing element in every relationship, and it's the third chord of Christ. This is what it says in another book that Saul wrote other than Ecclesiastes. And it's the book of Proverbs, chapter 18, verses 24. This is what he says. A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend. There is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And let me tell you something. This friend has a name. And his name is Jesus. Solly's talking about Jesus. When if you can round up to a third in your relationship, if you can round up to a third, because two of you... Man, you're unprotected. The stuff that can get in, the little foxes can ruin the vineyard. But when the time comes where there's you, Jesus, and the person you're in a relationship, and the pressure's pulling you, it's making you tighter. Instead of running away from that person, you're leaning into God's presence. You say, Lord, I'm going to pray for this person. I'm not going to give up. It's going to give me the strength to forgive, the strength to move on. But it's not your own strength. It's the strength of Jesus. It's the strength of Jesus that is the perfect love that casts out all fear. It's the very agent in our lives that produces phenomenal stories like this. Stories where God can heal you from self-harm, from addiction, from literally not needing any more medication. Because Jesus has said, come on somebody. God's real and God's doing it. And when you bind with him... Oh, friend, when you bind with him, you will find something you can't find anywhere else. And it's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. When other people walk away from you, he's loyal. When other people fail you, he will never leave you. When you're in a moment of despair and you're not sure where to turn, there he is, right there, right where you need him. Because he's perfect. I'm so hot, I might jump in that pool. It's nice and invited. Woof why don't we stand to our feet why don't we stand to our feet i'd love to pray for you in here before we sing our final songs (sighs) do you know what i thought i thought we should have a tug of war outside later what do you reckon does anyone want to take me on in a tug of war anybody i'm sure We'll put the rope outside and let's have a good, let's have a bit of tug of war later, that'll be fun. just thinking about tug of war now, I need to remember where I am in my notes. I know where I am. You've heard so much evidence today about the faithfulness and the love of God. You've heard it time after time, story after story. And I really don't know what it's going to take for you to realize that God has been with you all along. And that right now, this moment is bringing you back to a place where God is saying to you, the God that you were told to worship back then. This is the real God right here. It's a friend that's going to stick closer than a brother. I get it. You know, if if you have a church background, I get it. Sometimes we can end up making an idol of a denomination when Jesus is the one who's worthy to be praised. Jesus is the one who takes away my sin. Jesus is the one who keeps my marriage strong. Jesus is the one who's Jesus. So my appeal to you today, if you're, if you're new or you've been coming a while, but you've never made the decision to follow Jesus, I'm, go, I'm gonna ask you, should we make it official? Should we round up to a third? Should we say, Jesus, I need you as my friend. I know you're my savior. I know you're the one that can heal my brokenness. I know you're the one that can take away the pain. Are you willing today to say, Jesus, yes. And you know what? You don't sign up to Way Church when you when you find your way to Jesus because it's not about us. It's about you. It's about him. It's a free act of grace that Jesus gives and sets us free. And all we got to do is have the faith. In the scriptures, Jesus says that it is your faith that makes you well, not your faith in your friend, not your faith in the past, not your faith in... Positivity, but it's faith in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, whom God sent because He so loved the world that whoever believes in Him will not perish. You will not perish, but you'll have eternal life. And all it is is a decision. So if that's you, I'm going to ask you, do you want it? I'm going to pray for you, and then we're going to sing a song together. Heavenly Father, I pray you open up our hearts today to receive your grace, to receive your words of affirmation, to receive your forgiveness for all those things that are broken and lead us away from you. Lord, we receive your grace today. If we can have heads bowed, that would be great. And if you're in here and you're like, Ben, yes, I do want to respond. I'm making my way back to him after many years or I've never heard this message of grace before. Just include me in your prayer. Just do us a favor, all heads bowed, just give us a wave. Just, just give us a small wave. Okay, it's great. Anybody else, just quickly, I'm going to pray in a moment. Does anybody else want to know Jesus today? Is anybody coming home today? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, way. let's all pray for these people. Thank you, Jesus, that you are so good. You are mighty to save. Lord, you are the friend that sticks closer than a brother. Thank you that these people have changed their lives. They have repented and turned away from what they thought was bringing them life. And they've pivoted towards you, a beautiful savior on a cross pouring his life out as a sacrifice and then rising from the dead meaning that we here today have no limitation on your power and your grace over our lives thank you Lord that they have responded to you today, if you've responded today, just begin to pray to Jesus say Jesus I love you, I accept you just begin to have your own conversation Jesus I love you and I accept you just begin to talk to him, I'm sorry listen I'm sorry for that stuff man I'm here, I'm back, let's get I want my third cord back. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Heavenly Father, I pray for every relationship in here that needs to reevaluate what that third cord is. Lord, I pray that God will become the center of every relationship that we as believers have, that you will be the cord that binds us together. And as the pressure and the pull of life uh, puts pressure on us, I thank you that we are fitly and neatly joined together, tightly woven, Father, protected, under your banner, in your grace. In your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Do you receive that blessing today? Do you receive it? Because it's for you. Amen, amen, amen. Let's sing together, shall we? Thanks, Bam.